Oh my god, everybody. Oh my god. Welcome to Tuscan Ra Radio. I'm your host, Trebretch. And we're here. We're here. We are here on the day of the season two finale of The Mandalorian. I am I'm recording this right now, like 9 p.m. on Thursday night. So I don't know what happens yet. Don't worry. We're going to have a mega-sized podcast sometime tonight to fully break down the season two finale of the show. Because there is going to be a lot to break down. I know it. This is my last chance to do predictions. But um, before I do, uh, today we got the news of one more fallen Star Wars legend. And that is... Boba Fett actor Jeremy Bullock, who portrayed Boba Fett in both Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars Return of the Jedi. He passed away today at the age of 75. So, from all of us here at the Kid Commentaries Network, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends. It was Daniel Logan broke the news today on Instagram. He, of course, played Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones, and he voiced Boba Fett and all of the uh, young clone cadets in the Clone Wars animated series. So, one more fallen Star Wars legend, and they just keep going so fast. They go so fast. Um... This news coming like three or four weeks after the news that David Prowse, who played v Vader, passed away, and it's just devastating. It's it's devastating that we keep lo losing so many. So just gotta enjoy the time we have left with them. So if if I ever get get to go to a convention, I'm definitely gonna be able to. I, I I'm definitely going to do anything I can to, like, meet some, some of these actors before they go. Um, but let's move on to some more news on a lighter note. Let's talk a bit about The Mandalorian, season finale streaming right now on Disney+. Plus. Because, though I'm recording this on Thursday, the podcast is going up on Friday morning. Uh, at this point, the finale's been out for an hour on Disney+. Plus, So, I don't know why you're watching this. You probably just shouldn't even go on your phone until you see the, fin the finale of the show. That's, that's what I do. Uh, every Friday, I wake up at like 6.30 in the morning. I sit down, open up my, my, my laptop, and I just like watch the finale. I watch the show. I um, do the same thing with, with the upcoming Marvel shows. I, I do this with uh, the Clone Wars too. So this is something I, I do now. Whenever Disney Plus has a new Marvel or Star Wars show, I just sit down and you know I, I watch a new episode, and that's just something that's really fun. I, I really enjoy doing that. But the finale is out today. We don't know how long it is yet. Ch chapter sixteen. It's got to be like an hour and a half. It's got to be at least an hour and a half. It has to be at least an hour. Like how how do you do all this and have it, and have it not be and have it be like thir 36 minutes. If it's a 36 minute episode, I don't know how they're going to handle that. Seriously. 
how 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 do they how would they do a thirty six minute episode? Um, but you know, there's a lot to go down, a lot to go down this week uh, on the Mandalorian finale. Got to go and get back Grogu. We got to go and pick up Cobb Vanth. And maybe Bo-Katan. Bo and maybe Ahsoka Tano. I don't think Ahsoka's coming back, though. In this season. But, uh, final prediction time. Final, final predictions for the season finale. I think we're gonna see Luke. We're gonna see, see Luke. Because if they're doing Heir to the Empire as this big culminating crossover event, we gotta pl plant these seeds now. We've started to do that with... That with um, Ahsoka showing up, got that mentioned back in chapter twelve, episode four of the season, where they uh, where um uh Car where uh Cars and Teva said these aren't just I isolated incidents, and there's a bigger plot here in the Outer Rim. Except the Rangers of the New Republic, of course. Ah Ahsoka's parents said up Ahsoka. For Disney Plus, um, got the Thrawn mention. We're gonna start to see some of these threads start to come together. I, I don't think we're gonna see Thrawn today, though. I, I think we're gonna see Thrawn. May maybe. I I don't know. Maybe he could show up at the end of season three as a little te tease for Ahsoka. I don't know. I I I I I don't think we're gonna be seeing Thrawn today. I, I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But personally, I I I think it's Luke Skywalker that we're gonna see. So yeah, that's exciting. I'm so excited for that. I'm I'm just so so excited to get to um do all the stuff. Just just all all of the things. All of the things we're gonna be doing for these new shows. And the Rogue Squadron movie, which I, I really hope will, like, tie in with this. Because people have noticed a little connection between this and, um, the, between the Rogue Squadron and something from the Star Wars Squadron video game. Which is, uh, there's a point in the game where Wedge says that General Hera Syndulla from Star Wars Rebels sent the, sent Rogue Squadron on a top secret mission, which is top secret, so he can't say what it is. So, oh my god, I, I really think we're going to get a really, really big tease for, uh, I think that's a, I think that was a tease for the Rogue Squadron movie. So I hope we get to just see like all of these things from Battlefront 2, Squadrons, The Mandalorian, Rangers, Ahsoka, Lando, Rogue Squadron, and and like these other books and comics, like Alphabet Squadron, they could all just come together in the most glorious way possible. Oh my god, that would be so much fun if they did that. And I don't know how they couldn't do it. How, how can you have all of these things be the thing and then not do it? We're gonna get that connectivity there, the interconnectivity that we all love so much. 
Oh my god, that would be so good. So, so good. Also, in other Mandalorian news, Pedro Pascal, while on the press junket for Wonder Woman 1984, streaming on HBO Max and in theaters on December 25th, 2020, directed by Patty Jenkins, who is, of course, directing Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Uh, but Pedro Pascal, and of course, he plays Din Djarin, the main character of The Mandalorian. So he, he was on a press junket today, or I guess last night, and he revealed that uh, Peyton Reed is directing the season two finale, chapter 16. I don't know how, how, how I feel about this. I didn't, I, I think that The Passenger was the weakest episode of the series so far. But then again, that's not saying too much. I, I've, the show has just been so good these last two seasons. But, um, you know, I, I'm not so sure how, how, how I feel about that. I, I didn't really like that episode all that much. So, I just hope we get to see something different and exciting. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But, um, but be on the lookout for Ant-Man references, of course. We got Dr. Mandible from Chapter 10, The Passenger. Who was just a, an, an ant. And uh, of course that, that is a reference to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Which is such a fun mo movie. I re-watched I re I re that over the week because I hadn't seen it in a while. It's really fun. Ant-Man and the Wasp is just, it's just a fun fun ride. Fun, fun ride. Um, and there's a point in the first Ant-Man where they like use a pin part particle thing on an ant gets bigger and then it um it, it essentially becomes a dog and that's really fun so there's that look, look for ant-man references i know i will be when i watch the finale on friday Whew, looking for some oh ming na wen has also confirmed that she will be voicing Fennec Shand in Star Wars The Bad Batch, new animated series for Disney+. Plus, Because we saw her in, in that sizzle from, season, from uh, the Disney yesterday last week. Saw her in, her in that sizzle. Well, it's going to be uh, Ming-Na Wen voicing Fennec Shand once more in The Bad Batch. Which is so, so cool. All these shows are connecting. They're, they're, they're just all connected. I really love that. We just need a really good time with Resistance to, to just... And, and I enjoy Resistance, but um, we need something there to just... Make sure that show is important to the canon. So, yeah, that's just what I... That's what we need. We need that. Just show us Cat Captain Do Doza when he's still with the Empire. It's not that hard. Just put it. Just put him in there. Just say, that, that's enough, Captain Doza. Oh, so easy. So so easy because we know that he was with the Empire. Oh my God, that would be awesome if if they did do that. Just have all of the shows be a part of the Filoni verse. That would be perfect. That would be so much fun. If just like they didn't even tell us. 
they didn't even tell us. They just go, just gonna have him be here. Just show that resistance matters. Um, but that that would be fun. That would be really fun if they did that. Looking now for some more news. Um, oh, Star Wars on Disney Plus. Forgot about this. Um, we have something new. We official confirmation that Disney Gallery for Star Wars: The Mandalorian is returning on Christmas Day as well. Um, so we got that to look forward to. Also, just a little Christmas present. I'm I'm not going to be breaking down the new special. It's called Disney Gallery. Star Wars The Mandalorian, The Making of Season 2. This is a, a special. So it's not really a... Um, it's it's not... This whole... It's it's not eight episodes. My guess is it'll be like an hour, hour and a half long documentary. It's, it's just my guess for what this is going to be. Um, but yeah, that is exciting. That is very... Very exciting. It's coming out on, on Christmas Day, so we're going to get that Mando hype going one week longer for uh, this docu for this new do documentary that will maybe... Uh, well, season one of the docuseries not give us any hints whatsoever towards season two, but maybe, maybe they're going to give us a little hint for Rangers or Ahsoka or, or season three. I think that would be more like... For season three, and you can probably probably expect sometime today an official renewal from Disney for the Mandalorian season three, and maybe also an official announcement of Boba Fett. Although may maybe the news with Jeremy Bullock pa passing away, maybe that will uh, would make them rethink it. And maybe wait until January or or February to officially announce the series. But, yeah. Oh my god. Oh! This is a fun thing. Really, really fun thing. Um. Oh! Gotta go back. I keep skipping around just so much. Um. Pedro Pascal, also in an interview, uh, shot down rumors that, um, he left the set. He said that they were completely untrue. Which is good. It's good. Um, I mean, I love the Mandalorian, and I loved see seeing D Din's face last week. But if he never takes off the helmet, he's a very replaceable part of the show. Although I I do always really enjoy seeing Pe Pedro's face under there and just hearing his Din Jaren voice. So, yeah. I don't want him to leave the show. I don't want him to leave the show. I don't like when, when people leave Star Wars and they get recasted. That's sad. And that doesn't happen that much. Unless, of course, it's a prequel. I don't... I don't think there are really that many scenarios of people being recasted. So, yeah. Uh, we got this thing, too. The Empire Strikes Back. It's, it's Empire Strikes Back's 40th anniversary. And, um, so far, Disney has put out to, um, we got a behind-the-scenes and outtakes thing, which was just hysterical. I'm going to put a, a link to that in the show notes so you guys can see it. And there's also one about the legacy of The Empire Strikes Back. And you guys can enjoy both of those. Right now, they're on YouTube, on the official Star Wars YouTube channel. So, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we're getting all of these, just all, all of the things. All of the things. Even more Empire Strikes Back news. That's fun. That's fun. Um, I'll, I'll link those in the show notes. There's some really great scenes in there. There's a great outtake. And here's the one thing I'm going to say right here. Um, the scene, there's a scene where just like it's like in them f- filming Empire and 3PO sa- says his, his, his line like, the odds of successfully nav- nav- navigating Nostrad Shield are 3,720 to 1. Then Han just goes, I'm that one. I don't know if that was exactly the line, but it's something really fun where he just goes, I'm that one. Which, of course, in the in, in the final film, he goes, never tell me the odds. So, yeah. That was, I think, my favorite part of that little behind-the-scenes thing. It's about seven minutes long. Okay. Uh, Patty Jenkins has, has said that she's very far into developing Rogue Squadron. Just fun, so much fun. I hope she 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 starts shooting soon, because then we can talk about set foot photos for the movie as the movie is filming. I can speculate, I can bring Yvonne or Alex on the show or Nick, and we can just speculate about the what the movie could be while the movie is still filming. I, I oh, we we didn't really get that too much. We got it at the very end for the Rise of Skywalker able to break down a couple trailers and that but i i want to do a podcast during like the time when a movie is filming talk about set photos and like there weren't that many set fo- fo- photos for, for mandalorian the only one that we got were from chapter 14 where people were like oh my god there were stormtroopers on set everyone's like it's just a fan film it's it's just a fan film because the, they 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 shoot Mandalorian in the volume. Well, that it was for the Mandalorian, so yeah. Um. Okay, no really content news. Oh, got some new Black Series figure announcements today or this past week. We got five f- figure announcements on Monday. Uh, you know, ne- next year is the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm. And to celebrate, they're doing one new thing each day. <laughs> what, whether it's announcing a new series. What, what if what they just did was, like, 20 years from now, they've got enough stuff filmed where, what, where all they do... They can have just like five Star Wars shows going, like what the Arrowverse did. Have five shows going. Got a show on Monday, show on Tuesday, show on Thursday, show on Wednesday, show on I I I mess up the days of the week. Got you got a, you got five shows a week. So that's what I'm trying to get at. I think that'd be fun. I think that could be fun. It would be insanely exhausting to do to do like. Oh god, that would end up being like seven hours of podcasting a week at, at least. For like eight, eight, eight or nine weeks. Oh dear God, that would be so much. And if they do that, like there would be like no Star Wars anything like the year before, and no Star Wars anything like the year after that. Like that would just be it for Star Wars for a while. That would be complete 
market oversaturation of all of the things again so many anyway that was just a little joke I uh, went on too long um but anyway 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm is next year and to celebrate Hasbro is releasing a couple of waves of their archive black series figures essentially what they do with that is they take an older figure from like four or five years ago and like they re do stuff with like the facial they just make the faces look better like look find a picture of the black series ray from from 2015 for the force awakens and then look at a picture of the black series ray from last year for the rise of skywalker you can just see how insanely good those look i actually this week picked up uh, i had some, someone sign this to me um I, I pay the retail price and the shipping, of course. Uh, the um, all-new Walmart-exclusive Ahsoka figure from the Clone Wars. And, oh my god, this is probably my new favorite uh, for this Ahsoka. She looks awesome. I really love how they've done, like, how Hasbro's been, like, taking these animated characters and making them look live-action. It's been outstanding. This Cad Bane I got last week... Looks, he looks so good. He, he looks awesome. So, yeah. Ha, um. So anyway, the the figures we got announced on Monday were. Uh, let's just see if I can find it real quick. Let me just click on this article so I can pull it up. Um. All right. Let's see. No, I don't want that. Hang on. Oh crap. Okay. Oh. Okay. Got it. Oh, I've just got to stall a little bit. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. The figures for the archive wave. Imperial Death Trooper. Imperial hover tank driver, and just remember we've seen we've seen both of those two in the Mandalorian. We saw we've been seeing the Death Trooper since Chapter Seven of the Reckoning last season, and we saw the Imperial hover tank driver in the most recent episode, Chapter Fifteen, The Believer, as that's what May Mayfeld and Din dress up. They um, use those as their disguises to get into uh, the Imperial base. Uh, Shore Trooper, which we also again saw in Chapter 15, the the Believer, as there were short 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 troopers like running out of the base, and uh, a Tuscan Raider, which of course we saw we've seen twice in Mandalorian. We saw it. We saw them in Chapter Five, the Gunslinger, and in Chapter Nine, the Marshal. And then the the only one of these that I pre-ordered. This is not a part of the uh, archive collection wave, but six inch black series. Bo-Katan Kreese, Katie Sackhoff, and she looks awesome. I, I'm just, like, collecting all the Mando figures now and people from Clone Wars because they're my favorites and a couple others. So, yeah. Um, these go on sale, I think, in April. Um, so, yeah. Those are always fun. I've re you know, guys, I, I, rec I recently started getting into collecting so, yeah. Um, 
Well, there's going to be a live stream on January 4th, which is just essentially like the Disney Investor Day thing, but for the High Republic. We're like, they're just announcing so many new books and comics, and I'm like, that'll be re really fun to tune into. I can do, do some live tweeting for that, like I did for the Disney Investor Day. Uh, go follow us on Twitter, at Tuscan Radio Pod. Um, so, yeah, just go and... Go follow us there, but um, they just, they were like, it's going to be 11 p.m. It's going to be like 9 p.m. Pacific time. And I'm going, that's 11 p.m. here. That's 11 p.m. in Chicago. And I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I try to do like as many things as I can, but I can't do it. Um, I'm going to play some audio. Warning. This is going to be a little bit um, explicit. This is uh, uh, this is just a thing where um, this video, I'm going to link to it in the description. I was just cracking up at this. Bill Burr tell, tells Mando how much he hates Star Wars. This is a video that just like, there's Bill Burr, who of course plays Mayfield on The Mandalorian. A character who just makes fun of Star Wars the whole time. Um, you know, the actor hates Star Wars. And it's really funny, because those of us who know that get to get to experience fun things like this. So this is a little bit explicit. You, if, if you are sensitive to this kind of stuff, jump jump forward two minutes. So here we go. Bill Burr t tells Mando how, how much he hates Star Wars. I can tell you guys how much I fucking hate Star Wars. I hate Star Wars so much that I only like Empire Strikes Back because he almost kills Han Solo. He chops his hand off, right? Um, no, wait, that was Luke Skywalker, right? <laughs> All the nerds just freaked out. How could you confuse him? Um, yeah, I just wasn't into it. Oh, yeah? Why is that? I, I didn't like that whole... I, didn't, I just didn't like... We don't have time for this. Fennec will go. No, I and I also thought Chewbacca was fucking useless. I mean, Chewbacca was basically Bigfoot. They just gave it a different name. Typical Hollywood movie. You know, that Chewbacca, like, fought the $6 million man, like, six years earlier on television. You saw him with his bionic guy, right? And they fought each other. And then a few years later, he's, he's in space. No, wait. That was the Bigfoot was Andre the Giant. Yeah, and all he did was fill in his face. Then you had Chewbacca. I just didn't fucking. You know what I mean? So that was just something that I, I thought was fun. Um, I'm, I'm gonna link to that in the show notes. It's a pretty fun thing. Pr pr pretty fun. Um, you know, a, a big part of being a Star Wars fan is you you gotta make fun of Star Wars. That, that's that's one of the big part parts where you gotta make fun of it. Um so yeah. Uh trying to think of anything else before we move on to our before we move on to just breaking down these new comics. New comics to talk about Oh, uh, actually, yes, we do have news. You have some other news, some more book-related news. Um, two of the new books 
for next year. Let's see if I can find them. All right, Star Wars release. Okay, yeah, here we go. Um, Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good by Timothy Zahn, and The High Republic: The Rising Storm by Kevon Scott. Um, two of the adult books for next year that have been announced so far. We know of five adult books for next year. Uh, we know we're getting The High Republic: Light of the Jedi on January fifth. We're getting. The final book, oh, actually, no, six books next year. I forgot about this other one. Uh, March 2nd is the fin is the final part of the Alphabet Squadron tr tr trilogy, Victory's Price, which I still have to read the first two, but I've heard they're really, really good, and I'm excited to do those. I'll probably do those on, on a canon catch-up in the, in, in the lead-up to this final book. Um, April 6th is, is uh, Dr. Aphra, which I think is just, like, adapting... The original comic run. I don't know. That'll, but that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Uh, we all, Of course, we got Thrawn Ascendancy, Greater Good. The second part of the Thrawn prequel trilogy of books. The High Republic, The Rising Storm. Um, and on November 2nd, we have an untitled Mandalorian novel. So that's like six adult books next year. And about three seasons of TV. And maybe a movie with a droid story. We don't know when that release. I think a, a, a droid story is next year. So, um, but Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good was originally scheduled for May 4th, 2021. And The High Republic, The Rising Storm was originally scheduled for July 6th of 2021. Both books have moved up by a week. So, Greater Good will now release on uh, April 27th of 2021, and The High Republic Rising Storm will release on June 29th. So, it's fun. It's fun. We're going to get um, two new books a week early. That's good. That's, I, I, I like that. It doesn't really matter too much. I'm probably going to be... There not, there aren't too many people that read the books, but um, for those that do read them, it's good news. Good, good news. Uh, I think that's about it. Let's get into some of these comics now. Uh, so, of course, last, last week saw such a huge news week, so I did not talk about um, Star Wars number 9 uh, by Charles Soule. Beginning of a new arc, Operation Starlight. This issue is called The Ancient Relic. Um, I, I read the first issue of this new line. I, I've got to keep reading it um, as they come out on the Marvel Unlimited streaming service. But, you know, I've, I, I, I really enjoyed the first issue. And I really loved this ninth one. I thought it was really fun. Um, I, I will say... I did like how it did not deal too much with our original heroes. Of course, Luke and Leia, Lando, Chewie, they're all in this comic. But the story of this comic, it, it's not about them. It, it's not about them. It's about these other heroes. Two of which are... Um, oh, I gotta flip to it real quick. I 
it's Poe's parents. Cannot find first names in here. I don't remember their names, first names. But I know I will. I know I will. But um, I mean, I think Poe is either already born, or, like about to be born at this point. So yeah, because I think he's thirty or thirty-one in uh, the Force Awakens, which would mean that he is alive at the time of the Battle of Endor. But I, something else I, I really enjoy about this comic, uh, well, Lobot has hair. Lobot has, uh, it seems like, dreadlocks, and they're hysterical. It's really funny to see Lobot with um, dreadlocks. Um, the team does not, I, I always thought it was weird how an Empire Strikes Back, he kind of just, like, sells them out to the Empire, and then, like, it seems like they, like, immediately forgive him, not only, only that, but he becomes a general, so, it, but in this comic, it, it does show that they were not friends the whole time, they were, you know, it, it takes a lot to get that tr trust back throughout the course of a year. Um, but yeah, but like they put a team together to go and find this ancient relic, which can do a thing. Don't quite remember what the thing was supposed to be. But um, yeah, there's a point where somebody even dies for the mission. Now, I don't think this is like a permanent death. Again, it's a comic. I think this character is going to come back. But we're just seeing now this point in the timeline in between episodes five, five and six where like people are like willing to die to cause a distraction to save the galaxy. I mean, that's intense. That's really great. And that's what this character does. Um, he, he sacrifices himself to like save the galaxy. So I like that. I thought that was really interesting. Um, oh, there was there was something in here that got me super excited. There was an ad, an ad for the higher for the higher public number one, written by Kevon Scott, and I just got super excited. So there there there's the um. There is the, starlight beacon. I think it's what it's called. The the starlight beacon. Oh, I I just got so excited just. Saying that, seeing it on the comic panel. Oh my god, I'm so excited for January 5th when the book comes out, and January 6th when the comic starts. Oh. And this, oh no, here's what the, what, what the big cliffhanger for this comic was. 3PO has no idea what's coming next. And when C-3PO himself does not know what's about to happen... That means you're, it's going to be a problem. And the one time that they need him to talk, he can't. And then, ooh, ooh, this cover for the next comic, January 6th, 2021. Now again, comic book covers don't mean too much. They don't mean anything really. But they, they, um... It's never really just like a spoiler anymore. It's more of just like to grab the attention of the reader. 
And I think that seeing Luke Skywalker with an orange lightsaber is enough to grab the reader. Of course, I'm going to read it anyway, whether it's a picture of Luke Skywalker on the cover, if it's a picture of Wick the Ewok, but still. So yeah, that's about it for Star Wars number 9. I'm going to give this a 3.5 out of 5. I really enjoyed it, but, you know, bit, bit, bit of a side quest. Bit of a side quest. I think I'm noticing, I don't really like how these comics are structured. They just kind of just... And it's something I'm going to get into also with this uh, Darth Vader comic I'm about to read. But um, it, they, they just don't do too much for me. I mean, they do. They're fun to fill in the gaps here and there. Um, but yeah, like they, they just kind of... I'd almost prefer if it was just like two or three times a year. They just like put out a full arc. Just like a graphic no novel two or three times a year. Where I can just read through the whole thing and I have to... It's different for The Mandalorian. I mean, that's, like, one week between. You know, it's not like I had to wait a month for this little thing that I get through in, like, 10 or 15 minutes. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't mean to complain, but still. All right, let's talk now about Darth Vader number 8. This is, I think, the comic series that everyone is loving the most right now. Uh, on, on some more of these pod podcasts I listen to for Star Wars, like, they're just talking about the Vader stuff, because the Darth Vader comics are always so good. Um, and this one is no exception. I really enjoyed this comic. It, oh my god, it did a lot of really fun things. It introduces more to the Isle of, of Flubish Bog. We see more of OG Bastoon's allies. Yeah, I really dug it. I thought it was really good. You get to see um, some prequel memes that that subreddit shows up. Um, you just get to see a flashback of Anakin being like, "Power, unlimited power," and like, essentially just like the eye blubbish bog, like just telling him his secrets. Just just like sh not really telling him the secrets, but like showing him his past and where he went wrong. Ooh. Ooh, I think this where Vader's gonna find out find out about the Death Star. In issue ten, that's what I think is gonna happen in, in issue number ten. We got two we're two months away from that. Uh, I think that comic's coming out on February tenth, and that's where we're gonna find out. All five of these is issues have been building up to that, because we know that the Emperor's been building something, because that because that's what Ochi revealed to us last week or last month. And this month, Vader did get the Sith Wayfinder to presumably Exegol. And I, I think this was where he's going to find out about the Death Star too, The second Death Star. So I'm really, really excited for that. I think that's going to be so cool to see. And we're going to get to see more of Exegol and see more of where these, like, Acolytes of the Beyond came from. I would love to see that. And the big cl cliffhanger for this comic is Ochi Bastoon teaming up with, with the Utapau with some droids. It seems I don't know if these are from the Utapau from like the Powen that we see with his Death Troopers, or if this is a totally different thing. But um, this is a big thing. Uh, as Vader gets out of this. 
lava cave where the I, I where the eye of Blubbish bog is, and he said, and oh, and we the panels just show Vader by a crashed Jedi starfighter. I'm not sure who this is. I'm not sure who this is. I'm sure as I continue re reading more of the books and comics, I'll find out. But uh, we just hear what you say. Congratulations, Vader. No one's ever returned from the eye, much less nabbed a wayfinder. But you can't escape me so, so easily. And then Vader goes, good. I needed more parts. And I'm like, I want the next one right freaking now. This is an outstanding comic. Um, you know, 5 out of 5. 4.5 out of 5 because I can't read the next one right now. And it was too short. It's a good complaint to have. Um, yeah, that's exciting. It's really, really exciting. So, coming up to, on the end of this podcast, final podcast of the final last main podcast of the year for Tuscan Radio. It's been a great year, guys. It's been a great, great year. I feel like I've just expanded the show so much this year. Um, and we, hey, we we still have one more podcast coming later today, where a Alex Edwards and Ivan Sita are going to join me to break down Chapter 16, Season 2 finale of The Mandalorian. It's going to be a good one. It, it's going to be a good one. That's all I can say. That's all I can say is that it's going to be a really fun podcast to do. So, final prediction time. As I keep forgetting to say this one. I don't think Din is going to fail in getting Grogu back. They're not going to leave us with this giant cliffhanger for a full year. I can't see them doing that. But what I can see them doing is, like, we could get, like, a Rebel Season 2 finale moment where, like, the big cliffhanger for Season 2 was, like, as we're, like, opening up the, the, the Sith ho holocron. And, like, we're just left, like, with that for six months while... We wait for season three. I think we could see something like that, where like Din gets Grogu back, but Grogu is not really the same. So that's exciting. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm Drew Gretsch. Follow us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. Check out the website KidCommentariesNetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at Tuscan Radio Pod. And you can send us a message on there, and, and we'll read it here on the show for some feedback. Um. Thank you guys just so, so much for listening to the podcast. We'll be back late, later today. It's a shorter podcast this week, around like 40, 45 minutes, but, you know, last week we had so much to talk about. And, you know, it's the season finale today, so it's going to be a lot also. So thank you guys so much for listening, and may the Force be with you.